0: Hey, listeners, I have a special guest today and a good friend of mine, and today she will share the perspective of a leader in STEAM. So stay tuned.
1: Welcome to the iHeart STEAM podcast with your host, Bonnie Kirkley. Bonnie has been working in the STEAM education profession for the past 12 years. Her mission is to share her story with educators like you that love STEM, STEAM, and project-based learning. Currently, she works with a team of educators creating the ultimate STEAM-certified school. Let her share the good, the bad, and the joyful with you in her STEAM journey. Learn everything you will ever need to know about STEM and STEAM education right here. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Kirkley.
0: Welcome back, listeners. I'm so excited about today's podcast episode. I have a really good friend of mine, Miss Summer Hall. She is joining us today from her office, even though we are in the COVID crisis. She is at school working and ready. So Miss Summer Hall, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: All right. Well, um, I've been at R.B. Wright for eight years and um, I was the assistant principal first and now I'm the principal. Um, My journey through education, I've been in education for 18 years and um, I love teaching. I love students. And I was actually before I came to the school at R.B. Wright, I was already at central office and I miss children. Um, And I wanted to come back um, to be around children. Um, And so um, to get here, my background is I'm teaching students with disabilities. I've always um, tried to help the children who learn differently. And that was what drove me to education. And um, I have three boys. Um, I've been married for 18 years, too. Um right before this all started I finished a half marathon on February the 29th. Woohoo. Woohoo. Um so I like to I like to get out and exercise. I think you have to have some kind of balance when you um stay busy. Um so but my three boys play golf and they keep me very busy and I enjoy being with them and um and I think that a job as a mom and an educator is try to make Children, better people, so our world's a better place to live in. So, well, that sounds awesome.
0: So, currently at the school that you work at, um, you are working on a STEAM certification. Is that right?
1: Yes, it's been. Um, we um, first started with STEAM um, when the first STEAM day occurred. I I, um, I went to the print. I was the assistant principal at the time, and I saw. Um, I, some email about the first STEAM day from TAG Education in Georgia, and I was like, we've got to do this, and so that's kind of where it all started with STEAM, from just having the first STEAM day, where we, you know, just did science experiments all day, and just thinking back on that first STEAM day, it was a lot of planning, and it was a um, lot of um, pre-work before the day. And at the end of the day, we were all tired, just like we had just finished field day. And some of the kids, I remember telling uh, me that this was better than field day, which wow. we love field day. So the <clears throat> the excitement of a steam day um, was very clear that it was something that we wanted to participate in and build on.
0: Okay. So at the point that you are now, you said this started eight years ago. Where
1: exactly are you now um, well because I have you as a coach and, um, <laughs> working hard um, every year we've grown to build students to be science minded critical thinking um, thinking about how to be a scientist how to be an artist how to be a tech you know how to um, be a technology um, expert expert and you um, the journey has everything that you would want your school to be um, for children. I think we're, we take those steps um, and students are excited about learning and critical thinking and problem solving and looking at the world differently. Um, you know, let's take data. What we um, I had some first graders this year. They said that the ta- cafeteria line was slow. They will. What can they do? It was their idea. They wanted to collect data on why it was slow and how they could make it improve. Um, so we've gone from just having the first day full of science experiments all day long to where everyday activities are becoming student-driven, problem-solving, problem. critical thinking, steamy activities. They take it upon themselves
0: now to solve a problem and start with collecting data. Yes, that's so they, they completely understand that design process or that process of how you figure out a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. I- so let's, let's back up and let's remember you're the principal at RB, right? So from the leadership role. So if we've got any other principal leaders out there listening today, maybe they have begun the same journey as you, maybe they're already STEM or STEAM certified. Maybe they are, considering it tell us let's do like difficulties positives what what are the most difficult things that arise going through this process
1: i think you have to have teacher buy in and i think you have to model what you expect and provide grace through the process that's important um, yes grace because we are all at different comfort levels um, and we all do things differently and there's not one way to do everything. So don't try to make a specific mold, have a general plan and then let teachers be creative on how to accomplish the end goal would probably be my advice. Um, okay. But you have to have a guide. Um And then some teachers need more support than others. And some teachers would simply rather have a template or exactly the lesson plan help, you know, written side by side. But then some teachers can take the idea and create their own. Have you run into problems
0: um, with teachers feeling uncomfortable with STEM or STEAM?
1: Yes, uh, I think that goes back to control, um, because when you do STEAM, you give the students a lot of control and you have those teachable moments that maybe drive the lesson differently. Um, so the lesson plan is put in the trash, um, because, um, the students took the activity to a different standard or a different concept that, that needs to be taught. And so, um, I know for our teachers, you know, our county had been providing lesson plans with scripts of what they do on day two and day three and day four. Um, And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but there was no creativity or what can I do differently to teach this? It was follow the plan, lead the plan and, um, and do the plan. And I think that the teachers had to know that they had the <clears throat> opportunity to take the plan and adjust it to meet the needs of their students. Okay. So
0: was that hard for some of the teachers to adjust or did, were that, did they welcome it? You know, how did they feel about that?
1: I think you had various um, spectrum. One, one would say that it was hard to let go of the plan that was already written because that's easier. Um, and then and then the others welcomed it because they were thankful that they f- could finally teach, which is what they're professionally trained to do. Um, so I think you, you had to let s- some people um, did have difficulty with it. And some people, you know, this isn't um, worksheets and and read this, answer the question. It's critical thinking. And that takes some. Um, a higher order of thinking for the teachers to adapt their lesson plans to to do.
0: All right. So this is a safe space, safe space, welcoming friends, listeners. Um, They're here because they want to be here. Tell us your biggest frustrations for through this process.
1: The biggest, yeah, the biggest frustration would probably be that I felt like that at RB Wright that um, I tried to, Let's do one thing at a time. And then you fix the you know, you not fix, but you accomplish one goal and then you try to move to the next. And then you would hope that you wouldn't have to revisit the the thing that we had just accomplished um, because you should have had mastery. Um, And what I noticed is sometimes I felt like we were ready to move on and we would go to something new. And then I didn't understand, well, why hadn't, why are we not doing the part A? Um, and it was, um, that was probably keeping the continuum and building one thing at a time and making sure that we kept doing what we started with and making it better um, was sometimes frustrating. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: A teacher's life is full of distractions and you know, if you aren't in education and happen to be listening, it's a constant hamster wheel. We are constantly distracted. You you never know what the day is going to bring and you plan for the perfect day and the perfect lesson. And then that day just gets scrapped because of something that s- starts the day out. I mean, you, you, you never know what direction students will take you in during the day. And so... Maybe some of the parents at home have learned that through um homeschooling in this mm. covid crisis. We hope yes. All right. Tell us about positives. What do you what would you say to another principal they're considering it. Why should they do this?
1: Um the the excitement that you will see in their children's eyes when they are involved in activities that they take ownership in, that they have compassion about, and you can tell that you have taught or not taught, but you have developed um, or created in the eyes of children, empathy and compassion, along with the basic skills of making sure they can read and write and do math. Um, those life skills um, are evident when you create STEAM type problem solving creative project based learning activities for students.
0: Can you give us some examples of these projects that you're talking about? Some that just have melted your heart or really touched you or connected with you?
1: I think that the, the, when the whole, we had just right before the pandemic. Um, on I think it was March the seventh we had our steam market day okay and the excitement and that started with grade level projects that the kids cared about the kids um, worked to 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 determine or create a product a product that they were going to sell and they had to work on advertising they had to work on making all the projects. Um, for example, the kindergarten made um, with their artist Utility Art with the recycled plastic bottles. They made all kinds of things that you could sell um, and that people wanted. They were sold out in an hour and the excitement of the kids I mean, we ran out of products in the first 30 minutes with some of our... That is insane. And how yeah. long did you plan for the day to be? It was supposed to last all day and we had intervals where the students were going to be able to go around throughout the school and shop. Um, And so the students who were scheduled for the last shift, um, they didn't get to buy anything but smoothies. We did keep um, making smoothies. I helped in there (laughs) Um, because, and the kids knew the products could talk about it um, and they were so proud of what they created. Second grade made seed bombs. And I actually got a picture yesterday from a mom with the seed bombs that they planted um, with all our kids around them that they had grown. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and they, the, they were, they were, they ready to. They're ready to do another one. I mean, it another was, market yeah, day. Yeah, as soon as that was over, can we do this tomorrow? <laughs> I think the teachers were. No, not not quite yet.
0: Who doesn't um, like selling something.
1: Yeah, but um, and it was just a great community event. We had so many um visitors um with our parents here, um, but the kids were the ones who invited the people to come. They wrote handwritten notes, um. And thank you notes, and it was just a special day. that's probably been my favorite favorite day um, favorite day yeah, wonderful. So it's on the plan for next year definitely definitely,
0: <laughs> and I guess you're gonna to have to revisit how the schedule works that day that that day
1: yeah we're either gonna to have to make a lot more products um and we really weren't trying to make money, but we ended up making a lot the profit was great, and that money's just gonna funnel right back for for student. Product, you, you have product. any idea? Of,
0: I don't know roundabout how much profit you made that day. Oh, do you remember?
1: Was it like three? Was it twelve hundred?
0: No, I remember what the total was, but I uh, can't remember what profit. I think Most somewhere grand- around thirty six hundred was your total, and then you spent somewhere between six and seven hundred. So I guess your profit yeah. was close to three thousand.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. I was either. It wasn't
0: a fundraiser and you didn't expect to make money. You just wanted to get b- back what you spent, right?
1: Yes. Well, we just, well, we didn't really. Honestly, I didn't care if we didn't break even um, because the it, it was, was an experience. It was an experience for the students, and and luckily we do have a strong PTO here that helps fund some of our STEAM projects. Um, and so we, you know, I wasn't looking to make money, but now all that money will just go back into student activities, which is that's great. wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's a good point too to bring up
0: for um, other leadership positions out there, principals, assistant principals, you know, I do know that STEM and STEAM project-based learning is costly. What is the best route for them and what what do they have available to them now to fund something like this if they wanted to get started with it?
1: Well, I know that um, Title IV money for Georgia, if you're in Georgia, um, will help fund a lot of the STEAM project. You know, any activities helps with salaries. It'll help with um, PLCs. But um, our our. Um, as far as the, the community, when PTO, I said, what you know, what do you want to how can we support you? Um, I said, well, we do, I need you to help me support STEAM. And so pretty much anything that we raise money for PTO donates to STEAM. And so um, I think you have to choose what you think is important and um, and you have to have your basic necessities. But at the same time, you can make choices of what you think is when you're making your budget of what you think your students um, deserve and can and you can balance your budget of what's needed. Gotcha. All
0: right. So I have one last question for you and then we're going to play a game. I think you're going to like it. I tailored this game just for you. Um, do you think STEM, STEAM, project-based learning is here to stay? We know that education is always on that pendulum swing, but do you think it's here to
1: stay? That's hard to say. I hope so. And I think it I think um, once we see the results of regardless of the test, um, it is going to make students um smarter and better citizens um and so they're going to be prepared for um real world activities along with learning how to read write um and do math with the steam activities so i think it's here to stay because it's the the best way of teaching um uh and i think it's going to make a difference. I think it's going to
0: be career readiness. That's a
1: big uh, push for it. And yeah.
0: so it gets them into career fields that they may or may not have been involved in before or knew about.
1: And just thinking about 21st century students. Um, I mean, you have to have people who are ready and prepared to be 21st century students. Perfect. OK. On the way.
0: Are you ready to play a game? yes are you are you nervous um I never know I, I'm good whatever you want to do let's play a game right. miss summer hall today we are going to play at the ballpark are you ready yes I am okay so I have a few questions for you and we are at the ballpark So it's the first game of the season after the COVID crisis. Who do you choose to throw out the ceremonial opening pitch? Totally up to you. This is your fantasy ballpark game.
1: (laughs) I have three children. That makes it hard. I'm going to pick my (laughs) husband, Todd Hall. All right, Mr. Todd Hall. Okay.
0: Next question. Who do you choose to sing the national anthem? (laughs) Oh, my mom, Gail okay. Mhm. What two teams are playing in this game?
1: Oh, goodness.
0: Um, the Braves and the Cubs. Okay. It's the bottom of the fifth, and an unwelcome visitor is about to run from the outfield to the infield. Will it be a dog, a pot-bellied pig, or a crazy college student?
1: <laughs> a pot-bellied pig. <laughs> okay, will this? Game, okay, yeah. will
0: this game go into extra innings? No, okay. Popcorn or peanuts. what are we having? Peanuts, Peanuts? Okay, In Georgia absolutely. Okay. got right. bre peanuts. Mm. Okay, it's up to you. You're the only one that can control an entire stadium wave. Do you start the wave or not? Absolutely. Who doesn't want to do the wave at the ball field? Who wins the game? The Braves. All right, Miss Hall, thank you for playing at the ballpark. <laughs> I made up that game just for you. Thank you for joining us today. We in truly have learned great insight into the leadership position. We hope to have you back for another visit one day. Um, if you want to just tell everybody, thank uh, just tell them a final goodbye and tell them to have a great afternoon, whatever you want to say. Anything last
1: words? The only thing I would say as a leader for, for any school, you have to have people that are on your team in the ballpark and that are all willing to get. Dirty all together. And so I think you have to build that trust and you have to have good role models, like having you as a coach and having all the teachers that are leaders step up. Um, you have to have those, all those pieces in place to be successful.
0: Awesome. So, right. so listeners, we have enjoyed Miss Summerhall today. Don't forget to sub- subscribe to the podcast, leaving a review. We appreciate that. And check out my nine step STEM STEAM project-based learning guide for your classroom, and we will see you in the next episode.